On today's episode, we are talking about a beloved sitcom, Who's the Boss? Try to start doing the uh, theme song, and I just realized I couldn't do the song song part in my. And I was like, "There is more to life than and what you're living. So take a chance and face the wind. I don't know. Open road and a road that's hidden. Brand new life around the bend. There were times I lost a dream or two, found a trail, and at the end was you." There's a path you take and the path not taken. Choice is up to you, my friends. Life's a long on your way to a brand new life. To do do brand new life. To do do brand new life around the bend. Okay. So when they say, but you're on your way, I swear I listen to that theme song so many times, I swear they don't say on your way. But, you know, whatever. We'll get into that later. Because you can't skip it. I know. You can't skip the theme song. I watched the theme song. Pretty soon I realized I could like fast forward through mm-hmm, it, but there was no mm-hmm. skip option. So I definitely the first three seasons I watched it and I was like, because then that's when it changed. I think yeah. it was like the beginning Got of season different. three. It's a new singer. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my God. So yeah. Who's the boss? I mean, okay. Did you watch this when you were growing I up? I watched this growing up. Ooh. Do you remember okay. it being as racy as it no. is? No, no. Okay, <laughs> so let's talk about this. It started in what, 1984? Started September 20th, 1984 on ABC. Okay. If you'd like, we can drop in. Oh, we could drop in. I do have you to mention. Drop in? Yes, because in September of 1984, mm-hmm. okay. I would have still been six because I would have turned seven in November of 1984. Okay, I was nine. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, I was nine. So this show, I, I mean, I'm always like, oh, I loved Who's the Boss? And I could remember the premise of Who's the Boss. And Samantha. And, yeah, of course. And I'm like, okay, when I'm watching this, the episode about camp remembered every detail. Yeah. The episode where the little girl tells her she looks like a porcupine because her hair grows in. And she says, that's the way it grows. I, I'm like, I never saw, there were no reruns when I ever saw, I'm like, how do I remember those specifically? Mm-hmm. But when I started watching this from the beginning, I was like, I don't remember what happened. Like, what does happen? Yeah. Why? Who is the boss? <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like, I don't remember. Because I was really young. Yeah. And oh my God. I think I texted you at one point and said, is it normal to cry at every episode? <laughs> For a while, and I'm like, this show is so good. It is so good. And I, every day, was like binging ep- a few episodes a day. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was like hanging out with them. From episode one, it's good. It, y- yes. Because you don't have to get to know them because they're getting to know each other. Yes. Everybody's new to the situation. Yeah. So it's not like they have inside jokes with each other. 
everybody's new. Minute one. Yes. It was, I mean, I was hooked. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and I do have to, I have to preface this, preface, premise, I almost said premise this, preface this by saying, I, we've, we've discussed this on multiple episodes where like, I remember when we got done with MASH and I was like, oh my God, I miss them so much. It was so, you know, like, and I just, I, I miss the characters. Mm-hmm. This might be the one I've had the hardest time with. I'm not going to lie. I had to message Rebecca and say, you need to finish Who's the Boss? Because I have to talk about them. Because I miss them. You miss them so And much. I need to talk about them. Because when I was done, I'm not kidding. I literally, I came very close to starting it over. I, I was like, I can't believe I'm done. It is one of those where I'm like, do I have to stop watching this or can I watch it again? Because it's so good. You you just want to go back to moments. Like you just want to go back to episodes yeah. and watch them again. And I loved every every yeah. There's just there's nothing about it. There's I did write at one point there were a couple like a couple seasons in the middle, like four and five. It wasn't that the content was boring. The dynamic between Tony and Angela that we'll get into got boring. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't so much boring. It was just, we're best friends and we're in a non-platonic relationship. <laughs> right. And it was, it was stale. But um, the show itself, I, yeah, I just don't even know. I don't like have words to it's be It's very like, good oh in God. a way that I didn't understand when I was a kid. It was yes. just a thing that existed on TV. Yes. So let's drop into the premiere. Let's do Before it. we get emotional. Yes. <laughs> More emotional. So the number one song on the radio is I Just Called to Say I Love You Aww. by Stevie Wonder. I just called to, to say, say I love you. Okay. You can't get it out of your head, of course, because mm-hmm. they play it on Sweet 98 like yes. every True hour. story. And dad's hogging the TV mm-hmm. because he wants to watch another premiere on another channel. It's called The Cosby Show. The Cosby Show, Show I was going to say. Right? So grab your rainbow bright, mm. and I'll get my p- Cabbage Patch doll, and we can watch on the old crappy TV downstairs in the rumpus room. This is my life in 1984, 100%. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. yes. Here we are. First of all, the number of adult jokes, mm-hmm. dirty jokes in this show, that are done in a way that a child would not understand. Yes. They, they say the funniest things. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. But it's not a dirty, like, yeah. if you don't they're know really what they're good talking at it about, because you're right. Like, you would, we didn't know. As kids, we'd be like, oh, huh. When I was a mm. kid, this was the show with Alyssa Milano on yeah. it. Yeah. And that's all it was. And you're like, oh, look at it. It's a funny sitcom mm-hmm. where it's just funny stories. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's two kids I can there's relate kids. to that are our age and whatever. This show is not for kids. No, not at all. <laughs> Not at all. In fact, the kids don't nearly play as much of a role in this show as I thought they did when I was a kid. A hundred percent. I thought the same thing. And I was like, and it's so funny because in the very beginning, they're both so young. So, okay, let's just say, so in real life, uh, Jonathan, who's played by uh, Danny, I don't know. Danny Pintaro. Pintaro is how you say his last name. He is a year older than I am in real life. Alyssa Milano is... I feel like she's about 52 right now, which would be like, I think, six, she was six born, years older than oh, I am. Hold on. Hold on. She was born in 72. Yeah. Correct. So she was barely so yeah, 11 she's... when the pilot was filmed because the pilot was filmed and then it took 10 months for the show to go to air. Yeah. You can tell because they are no. super young in the very beginning and she's definitely very young. And Jonathan, by plays by Danny Pitaro, he Pitar. is so young and so He's such seven. a little cutie. He's like... 
and very innocent in the very beginning. And it's so funny. Then he goes through a couple awkward years where I felt a little like he was overacting, but he was still so cute and like relatable. Cause again, mm-hmm. he was like my age at the time, probably when I was little. That's the other big factor I think is watching these shows that we grew up with when the children were our age. And now you watch them and Adults are well <laughs> younger than us. Younger than us. <laughs> like, uh, not Mona. But you know, yeah, exactly. You're like, but it, again, they're our age. We'll just say it that yeah. way. Like you're a whole different perspective. Cause again, I remember watching Cheers and never in my life did I think Ted Danson was attractive. And then when I watched <laughs> Cheers, I was like, how you doing? Right? I <laughs> and know. I'm not gonna lie. Tony Danz is probably a five seven, um, but a couple times <laughs> I was like, how you doing? <laughs> I know. I was like I really like him. I'm like, okay. Okay. I don't want to admit this on the air, but these two got me a little uh, overheated. Yes. Especially early on. I was like, if, okay, could this be an HBO show now, but could they just remake all the episodes with the same, like the same script, Mm -hmm. but just uh, a little bit, a little bit extra, a little bit, a little bit. Oh my God. Yes, the tension, I mean, okay, so I guess we should stop, uh, like, just babbling <laughs> just and down. on and on and on. Calm down. Calm it down. So, just everybody breathe. Tony Maselli <laughs> lives in Brooklyn with his daughter. He is widowed and his with his young daughter. Which, by the way, both of these actors were born in Brooklyn. Yes. Uh, so, of course, Alyssa Mulatto plays Samantha Maselli and... Uh, Tony Danza plays Tony Maselli. I almost did that backwards. Um, They are going to move away from Brooklyn. He wants uh, Samantha to have a better life. She actually has like a black eye because she got hit on the street or something by some young boys. And she's just, you know, she plays baseball. She does all the things. So she's, um, she's like, oh, dad, I love it here. And uh, Mrs. Rosini, who lives in the same apartment building, is like, I can't believe you're leaving. And they get in his big, like, old junky van and they drive to uh fairfield connecticut so for those of you who aren't as obsessed maybe as we are and didn't look up the map and and calculated exactly the distance between brooklyn and fairfield connecticut it's very close it's like an hour it's like an hour drive well it's i mean it says it's an hour it always kills me how (laughs) close things are up in new england yes that i never because we live in nebraska yeah so nothing is close nothing's super close you're like okay the next big town you're like oh i mean they they went all that way no no it's literally like people commute because i'm pretty sure we find out later angela works in like manhattan right and they live so it's not like they're basically it's outskirts when you think about it i mean it's like an hour away is technically outskirts but they show up at this doorstep because Tony applied for the housekeeping position. Well, turns out he shows up at the door and Angela, and it's the the famous scene because it's the beginning of the credits that mm-hmm. they play every episode. She comes down to bathrobe and her hair in a towel and um, she's basically, there must be some mistake. Um, the moment's there too. Yeah, she's, this is like, for a housekeeper. Uh-huh. And I, I love how right away she tells him he's the wrong sex. And so he's just like, no, I can do it or whatever. Well, Mona hired him, like, mm-hmm. without Angela's, like, knowing this. And she, because, and then they go back later. There's, like, a flashback later on that shows, like, when he met Mona at some building. And she's like, oh, yeah, you should come do this. So she's like, well, I guess I'll give it a try. She was very, like, begrudging, like, okay, I guess this is what we'll do. And so then it was just kind of understood, like, him and Sam just kind of moved right in and... 
like, here we are. Which so is so funny. Like, yeah. We'll just move into our house. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm your housekeeper. And, but we, we come to find out that's the trend in this neighborhood that she lives mm-hmm. in. Everyone has a housekeeper. Yes. And everyone is a live-in housekeeper. So, which I mean, also comes up later with Sam's friends, like in later seasons yes. where they're like, oh, your housekeeper's, oh, oh, sorry. Because she goes, her dad's she, she has to take the trash out. And they're like, oh, our housekeeper does that. Oh, sorry, Mr. Maselli. <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely interesting because they just, they, they grew up differently. They were, you know, she was raised differently. And then now here they are in this house. And, and she's very stiff and very like, yeah, like Mona. Okay. Mona's her mom and yes. Mona makes fun of her for being so uptight. Rigid and time. very, yeah. By the way, Mona and Tony are the Jack and Karen of this series. 100%. They yes. are the funniest. And they are always ribbing on um And you know, Angela. Angela, the, Angela and Tony basically become best friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's clearly more going on, but they're best friends. But Tony and Mona are like best friends. They are best friends. I mean, and that's from the beginning. It's just their relation, which is more of the we're the same. And then him and Angela, it's like she's different, but they both kind of like change each other in ways, mm-hmm. which turns into, of course, just that dynamic relationship. But yeah, Mona, and same thing, going back to this, when this started, Catherine Hellman, who plays Mona, is 55. And I'm 48. And I'm just <laughs> like, I, as a kid, I'm like thinking, that's the grandma. She was the grandma, so she's what in her sixties, and you find out she's fifty five. And there's an episode where she comes down in a bikini, right? And I was like, "You go, girl!" I can't even believe how she looks. But I also am friends with people that are like fifty five, and exactly. I'm like, "Well, hey." I was like, "Let me wait a minute. Let me see what I'm supposed to look like at fifty five yeah, in a bikini." Exactly. I was like, "Dang!" So she's and she's living her life. She is. She is. Like, her husband, you know. um, Angela's dad, died a while ago. And, mm-hmm. and but even before that, like, Mona has lived a salacious life yes. and had adventures. And she's not slowing down. And she's she lives hilarious. elsewhere in the beginning. Yeah, she's living in her own place. And she just kind of shows up every so often and is there a lot just because must be close enough by that she comes and hangs out. And she ends up. They end up turning the above the garage into an apartment for her. Which Angela says used to be a barn. Yeah. <clears throat> Can we talk about the house real quick? Yes. Hold on. Let me get yes, our notes on this house. Because you know how we love houses. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, the outside of this house. On a scale from 1 to 10 of houses on sitcoms matching the outside and mm-hmm. the inside, I would give this a 2. Uh, if that it's ridiculous and i feel like i remember them showing the outside previously in years and it being way bigger and now that for time i saw it this time i was like wait a minute that looks like a one level ranch from the outside almost a couple times i'm like wait a second that's not right i mean it's a it's just like it's got white siding Mm -hmm. it's flat like just like a porch and Mm -hmm. like i mean it's nothing like the inside but then you go inside and you've got like this long house Everything is stone on the inside, mm-hmm. and it's like a cot. It's a very cozy cottage, mm-hmm. and then the backyard is also cottage style, yeah, with like flagstone. And then there's like you know a 
garage slash barn next to it. Right. And there's, like, doors everywhere. None and why of does, that men- right. matches anything. And why does everybody park outside the front door? Because then there's a garage, but then sometimes people come in the back right. door. But a lot of times they're like, oh, I was parked on the street. Oh, is that my car? Oh, I'm out there. Oh, right. and they all come in the front door. And I'm like, wait a minute. Where's the garage and the backyard and the little pull-up area in the back where when, like, Tony goes to sell the van? And I'm like... Maybe they live on a corner. It, it's very interesting. But, like, interesting. the front porch also, yeah. you've got, like, this little bench there yeah. that we've seen in other sitcoms. Mm-hmm. It, it's just... I understand it's yeah. a sound safe. It's just you could have been done a better job of matching yes. the front to the inside. Yes. Let's give a better picture of the outside of the house. And the full house house... Is very inefficient in the way that it it's mm-hmm. spaced out, but this one is even more so. And because also you go upstairs and there's a whole lobby. Yeah. And upstairs. My favorite is too, like so in the beginning you discover this, you walk right in the door and the staircase to the upstairs is right there, like immediately to your left. And then other than that, there's also a mirror right behind the door where everybody hangs their coat, and then an area that goes back, That's which we closet. discovered later, goes also to the basement. Mm-hmm. Like that goes down that way. Well, then you go upstairs and yes, so there are four bedrooms and upstairs and like this huge meeting area in the middle. <laughs> so like when anytime anyone has yeah, been out there and there's stuff. some issues, but clearly there's the master suite, of course, that Angela has. And then before, so her, she had a bedroom and then Jonathan had his bedroom. Well, Tony and Sam move in, they each have their own bedroom. So there's four bedrooms up there in this big area. And then you go downstairs, like the main area of the living space. And then there's like a step up to like kind of like a little, what looks like it should be like a sunroom kind of area in the mm-hmm. back. And there's a door that goes outside over there. Mm-hmm. So many chairs in this house. Exactly. And then there's the door to the kitchen. And then you go in the kitchen and the kitchen's very moderate and small. And then there's also a door that goes outside. And mm-hmm. then years later, we discover that there's a dining room. On the front side of the kitchen that we never knew about. Mm-hmm. So they've died, they dine in there a couple times. And at one point you see the door they go into. So it's like as you're looking at the sitcom stage, the kitchen door would be to your right. The dining room door is in front of that. And the dining room is in this weird spot. But then there's also... A weird study that she has. The study that... We don't the, find out until like season at seven. At one point <laughs> is like just a closet because yeah. Angela and Tony are hiding in there. But then also you've got the gigantic fireplace. Oh, she got a big. It's in the middle of the yeah. house. Yeah. Oh, yes. That thing is so huge. You could walk into it. Yeah. Like, they've got those giant wingback chairs next to mm-hmm. it, and it's just so gigantic. Anyway, yeah. we know it's not real. We know, but we love houses. We love talking about them, <laughs> and we know they didn't expect us to watch this more than twice. <laughs> so true. But still, but come still. on, you guys. So many things. Okay, so, so that's my things. rant about the house. Yes, and and then. Mona moves in and makes her apartment, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And at one point, Tony moves in there, but we'll get to that. Yeah. That was also weird. So, anywho. um, Judith Light, who is gorgeous, Mm -hmm. left the soap opera One Life to Live to film this series. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She used to be on Broadway and stuff before that. Um, Mona was originally intended to be Angela's older sister before they actually cast Okay. But then they were unable to find, like, an age-appropriate actor that they liked for the part. And they really wanted her to be there. What's her name? Uh, why did I just forget her name? Hellman. Catherine. Catherine Hellman. They really wanted Catherine Hellman. And so they were like, well, let's just make her Angela's mother. I feel like if you had 
someone her own age there, there would be mm-hmm. a competition yeah. for Tony's affections, yes. maybe, which there never was with Mona. No. That's and very also true. also the fact that Mona's her mom and is as saucy as she is and, like, Angela's high strung and all that, I think that works way better than yeah. making her her saucy older sister. Yeah, this dynamic seemed to work well. I always perfect. wonder sometimes, I'm like, Kevin, how did they come up with that? Because, like... It just works perfectly. Yeah. yeah the perfect. whole situation makes it perfect. Because mm-hmm. you're right. A sister would have been different and there could have been something with Tony. Yeah. And does she have and, a family? Would yeah. she always be like going out on dates? And yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And that's so true. This is way better. So Angela has, um, in one episode, Angela has an ad account for soap or something. Mm-hmm. Like a shower thing. Mm-hmm. And Moni and Tona. Moni and Tona. <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> Moni and Tony. Moni and Tony. Okay. Mona and Tony go to the commercial shoot. And then the client is all like, oh, we want Tony to be the machismo man mm-hmm. and get in the shower. And he has to kiss a lady and he has to take a shower. Does this look familiar to you? This well, happened in Full House. I, oh, I was just going to say, that's true. Remember later, um, Uncle Jesse on Full House mm. had an ad agency and they couldn't find the right um, so guy. And so they were like, we want you. And then he was like, oh, I absolutely can't do it. But then he was like naked in the shower. And like, yeah. I want to know if I can live with what I know. And open it. <laughs> There's lots of uh, TV themes over the years. I there think are. That got, like replicated. And I think... We're probably the only ones, maybe, who, <laughs> who really figure these things that, out, yeah. but we're kind of hyper-fixated. Yeah, that's true. But also, we this is long that. before that happens, so mm, it's true. fine. So, Angela is kind of the mother figure for Sam. Mm-hmm. And it's cute how immediately Sam and Jonathan are, like, siblings. Yes. And they're always, like, siblings. Early and on, they, it was a little different because they were both so young and there wasn't yeah. quite the dynamic. And then they become super, like, I hate you siblings kind of thing. Yes. Like, that's how you become with yes. your siblings. and that's awesome. So Angela takes Sam to get her first bra because mm-hmm. <laughs> Tony went to Tony's buy one and the lady was like, excuse me. And she buys her a pretty dress while they're out. Mm -hmm. And then Tony's mad about it because he doesn't want her to be girly. Yeah. And he's like, oh, she didn't like that. She wants to take it off. And Sam's like, don't make me take it back. Yeah. Because she's growing up and she's mad. She's mad about the bra. But then it's because it's not like with the little pink bow like Marcy has, dad. (laughs) And so he's like, what? And he doesn't understand how, you know, and he's, then he becomes grateful that Angela's there to help him through that process. Because she's a woman to talk to. By the way, Tony is a former Major League Baseball player. Mm -hmm. So he got injured and that's why he... No longer plays, and so that becomes kind of a theme throughout. But, um, like, you know, he's got his own baseball card, and people kind of know him for being famous. Mm-hmm. And and he also good. looks like the guy from Taxi, we find out in later seasons. <laughs> and that, at the very end, I love how they play that up there. I look like the guy from Taxi. <laughs> this guy comes up to him, and he's like, you look like the guy from Taxi. And it's like, oh, no, whatever. And then this beautiful woman comes yeah. up. She's like, you like, look like, don't like, I look like the guy from Taxi? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, are you the guy from Taxi? He's like, yes, I am. 
you know, there's like at the very beginning, she got some ad account or something and they go to celebrate and it's, it becomes the end of the credits of the show too. Like they're in the kitchen and she like jumps up and hugs him. And then they're both like, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. And so there's a lot of, you know, of course, they're two adults who are, you know, clearly attracted to each other and they're slowly becoming like best friends. So there's just so much tension along the way. Mm -hmm. And early on, it was kind of like a lot of times where they would just be like, I mean, they're both, she's going on dates and, you know, and he's always like, oh, beautiful women. And at one point, I mean, you know, early on when um, Diane Wilmington, the neighbor who's played by Mar or by Delta Burke, um, <laughs> like comes on to him. And so there's just always like little hits and misses where they're dating, but they're both kind of like, oh, okay. But Angela's and, never cool with him dating. Yeah, they're just never like... The funny part is in the beginning it didn't seem and then all of a sudden it's just like, oh. And then they have weird little things that they say like they're jealous. Like, oh, I have a date. Oh, you do? Oh, with who? And then they're mm -hmm. just like, oh, okay. I'll just like pretend I'm not. I don't really care that much. And in the beginning you thought it actually seemed as if they were going to fast track it a little more in the beginning. And then they definitely pulled the reins back. Like, early on, and I want to say even when they, um, well, first of all, what was it, like, the second episode where he walks in on her in the bathtub? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he sees her naked right away, and there's, like, all this, you know, tension throughout. But I was like, well, dang, he saw her, you know, in the buff. One right. Of the first and then wasn't Mona, like, well, turn around. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just kind of like... Yeah, Mona was pushing them together from the very Mona beginning. always went. You know what? Everybody always wanted them together, even before they got together. Mm -hmm. Everybody, like, the kids were like, could you guys just please? Right. And Mona even said to Tony one time when he was discussing something with her, and she's like, nobody wants you two together more than I do, besides the two of you. Like, she's <laughs> like, so, but, you know, you have to figure this out because um, it's just got to, you know, it has to, like, be... That way without you both like feeling weird about it. Mm -hmm. And and you can see over time that Tony was, he was so worried for sure that it would ruin like their friendship. Mm -hmm. And it was just interesting in the beginning because sometimes they'd say things to each other. And there was a, t so there was an episode where what, like she, they both are like drunk or something. And then they're playing around in the kitchen and throwing flour at each other. Yes. They end up kissing. And it was like. Oh, okay. So So they ended up in bed together because he was trying to get her into bed. But it wasn't that episode where they ended up in bed together. No, it was. No, it wasn't. So she Because he because she the next morning thought that they had but slept only, together. Only because she remembered kissing him. The episode okay. they ended up in bed together was when they all watched they were all sleeping somehow together. Jonathan was sleeping with Tony and maybe Mona spent mm, the night. Yes. And then he yes. switched beds. Then Sam was scared. And then they all climbed into weird beds together. And then Betty White showed up. Yes. And then, oh, that's right. Because she was doing like her documentary. <laughs> she was doing an expose on women yes. bosses or something. So those two ended up in the bed together then. But after the kiss... It That's was like right. he put her to bed, but all she but could then remember, she remember okay, you're right. was she goes, oh, my God. And she tells Mona, Mona that they slept together. And she thinks that it happened. And yeah. so then, like, the next day they're discussing it. And at the end of that episode, like, they're talking about it. And he's like, yeah, that didn't happen. And then she realizes it didn't happen. And he was like... I mean, it was all weird. And then he was like, oh, believe me. He goes, if that would happen, <laughs> you'd remember it. And of she's course. like, you would too. 
And it was all, and it's just like that kind of thing happened all the time where it was like, are you gonna? How many times did they actually spend the night together? Like on the train. Right. When they went to get Jonathan from camp. Oh, I love that episode. Yes. Oh, the whole camp episode. Again, I remember that one. They had to be in their birthday suits in that because their Mm -hmm. clothes were wet. And Mm -hmm. then she like walks out with like the sheets on and then like, they're like, we're going to have a curtain between these two beds so we can't see each other. We're not like sleeping in the Mm -hmm. same room. I love how the guy brings the pajamas in and he hands Tony the yeah. pajamas and hands her the socks. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> they put the blanket up in the middle and they're both like kind of looking over each other like, yeah. but they end up sleeping in the same bed because hers, like the ceiling crashed yes. down. And like even that one, the, first of all, they find out that they kissed each other at camp back in the day. Of course. So, and again, that was one of those things I always remembered. So they I were, I remember they that were at make out point or yeah. kissing rock or whatever. Both I of them called it. Rock. It was both, I think, because mm-hmm. he called, he called it something more and she was like, no, it was kissing rock. And he was like, oh, it was make out point. And she lied and said her name was Ingrid and they ended up kissing and they find this out, of course, years later. So then they spend the night in this cabin after they got caught in the rain and, like, the next day, they're, like, at the cabin. Now Jonathan's loving it. He hated it before, but now all these Yeah, they were there like to him. take him home. And he ends up, like, they're standing outside and they're talking about it. And they're, like, okay, well, you know, obviously the last one happened. Everything was fine. And even then he was, like, you know what else I found out? You have really warm toes. Oh. And then that's how I was, I was like, right. okay. They, okay. Seriously. And at the end of it, they were both, like, yeah, something could have happened. Yeah, could have yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, why... <laughs> Why not? Oh my god! I yeah. I I now I need to go back and watch like the first three seasons because it was like so. Although it was frustrating, so I'm like, but it was you guys so just get together. But you're right. It but was so like good. it worked. like when they were okay. Another time they slept in the same bed was on the train. Yeah, and like, that was like way later on. Yeah, that was way later on. But I think that was like season seven or something. But he yeah. was like, she was like, I mean, if you want to like, you know, it could be more than this. And yeah, he's like, mm. and the, but of course something else happens and. It's so interesting because early on, yeah, they're very, they were still dating people and they were kind of doing their own thing, but they'd get jealous when people were dating. Well, at the end of season two, Tony told Angela that he loved her because he was under anesthesia and he was about to have his appendix out. Yeah. And she was like, what did he say? What did he say? What Mm -hmm. did he say? And the nurse is like, I think he said he loved you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, she came back to the hospital and they were kind of talking about it. And they danced around it. And then one would walk out and then one would look at the other and then they look back. And I'm like, well, and then she almost got married to what's his buck, Jeffrey. Um, he shows up. And then, like, that's just that he was like part of that. They went to a wedding together. Mm-hmm. And then they were like kind of imagining like what it would be like. Whose and then, wedding was it? I don't remember. Marilee Stone <gasps> yes! from Dallas. Yes, Marilee Stone it was her from wedding. Dallas shows up. Played by, what is her name? Fern Ferguson? Or, hold on. I, I got probably notes. just have Marilee Stone written down. Her name is Fern down. Fitzgerald. Okay. Sorry. So she's in two episodes. She's one of yes. Angela's friends. She's Angela's friend. friend. Yeah. And they get married, and then, yeah, like they're And they're wedding. imagining each other as the Saying the vows oh. and doing that. And then they're like hanging out, and they're like, they're basically like, anytime anything's going around, they're like, oh, I'm. I'm going to go to this theater production. Oh, well, of course, Tony's going to go with me. Oh, of course, Angela's going to go with me. They're like each other's forever kind of date when mm-hmm. they don't have something. Well, they're at this, and then they kind of talk about it, and then they're weird. And then this Jeffrey guy is like, oh, is she with you? Yes. And he's like, well, no. 
And he ends up asking Angela out. And then they start dating, like full-on big relationship dating. And Jeffrey's always around. Everybody else kind of makes fun of him. And he's he wants to be Jeffrey. And Tony always calls because him Jeff. Jeffrey with a G. Yeah. They're getting serious and he wants to marry her. And then she's like sick one day. And basically Tony like climbs a ladder outside her window and is like, writes the word no on the window. And she basically tells him no. And then she's like, and everybody's always kind of like, is it Tony? Is it Angela? Like they're, mm-hmm. anytime somebody, they say no. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to like, oh, well, no. Da, da, da. After that breakup, it was almost like they had an understanding that they weren't dating people and it was weird because there was so much like hit and miss kind of things Mm -hmm. but there had to be there had to be because honestly 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 yeah once they got together it wasn't as interesting exactly that's true and i was gonna say too that episode where and i think it was the episode where he ended up having surgery Mm -hmm. before that they had like a dinner together like a little romantic kind of intimate dinner at the house and she cooked it was for wasn't it for like his anniversary it was their anniversary him like moving in and then they were talking and they're like something about their relationship and they're like maybe we should go over to the couch and talk about this and they're like yeah and he's like maybe we should and i was like oh this is it they're gonna do it and then he doubles over in pain and has to go to the hospital and get his appendix out and then of course says he loves her and you're like i want to punch myself in the face like oh my gosh (laughs) get together you two why why well, so there's like all of those kinds of weird things. Speaking of seasons that didn't really work out, mm-hmm. season seven, we have Billy. Oh, played by Jonathan. I, just can't. I don't know how you say his name. How y'all car? I don't know. He was the cousin Oliver. He cousin. Of- yep. Who's the boss? As soon as Cousin Oliver happened, I was like, oh, here we go with Cousin yes. Oliver. There's a child now because Danny Pintaro mm-hmm. was getting older and his voice was changing. So this show, who I don't know what made them think that that was that important in a show where we have dirty jokes every other right. minute. Right. Like, Not they're necessary. like, oh, we need a child yeah. that's smaller. So um, he was like Mrs. What's her name? Miss Rosini's Mrs. Rosini's somebody's grandchild. Kid. Oh yeah, grandchild. Because you're right. She was taking his, care of him. His grandma was like dying, mm-hmm. so they were in the hospital, and they're like, "Sure, we'll take care of your kids." So he was gonna live with them, but then she got all better. And literally in season eight, they were like, "Oh, this kid used to live with us, but his grandma got better, so he's gone now." He basically took over. Like Tony was like, "Oh, I'm." I'm basically his guardian now. And Angela's like, yeah, I'll help you. And at one point, I'm pretty sure Angela was also dating somebody at the point at that time. And she's like, well, I have to, I'm also responsible. He's like, isn't he Tony's responsibility? She's like, well, it's kind of both of us. Complicated. And everyone's like, all right, well, when you figure that out, you let me know. And so that whole thing was so strange because of course, then they had all these things. They'd go to school. They're buying him toys. And but he nobody was, liked him. No, and he like, was no like... no one in the house liked him. Mona called him Ed. <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Um, oh, Mona couldn't stand him. She was like, oh, take that kid with you. Which was like... So then he was around, and then the next thing we know, like the next season, they're like, oh, Billy... Well, yeah, he, oh, because they went to the psychic. And she's like, well, we kind of, yeah. you know, then we had Billy around. But, you know, then he went off to his other family. What? They just got rid of him. And they, <laughs> they were like, uh, they did. I they guess like, we'll explain it away this way. He he wasn't a good character. No. He was annoying. No. He, he, it was just like silly hijinks that were never necessary. Because those things didn't happen with the kids. No. 
earlier in the series. So why do they need to have him? With I Billy? know, and he was very yeah. That was very interesting, and I was thinking about how that happened because early on too, you know, there was also another episode where Angela admitted in therapy that she loved Tony, and that was actually before or right around the same time when he had that surgery. And so many things happened. Tony turned down a job because he would have had to move. And Mm -hmm. it was like, he sticks around or whatever and just does whatever. But I thought about that too, because I think right when that happened, and I want to say that was like going to be in Washington. And she was like, why? And he's like, oh, well, I'm happy and, you know, whatever else. And um, I do have to mention too, that halfway through season four, Okay, if anybody watches the show till the end, right before the ending scene and credits, they show the outside of the house, which we've already discussed. Uh-huh. And then Tony Danza says, who's the boss? We'll be back in a moment. Stick around. So the first three and a half seasons, it's who's the boss? We'll be back in a moment. Stick around. All threatening. Yeah. Love it. And then halfway through season four, it's who's the boss? We'll be back in a moment. We're excited. We're excited. We're excited. We're uh, excited. Like, why did we go from him threatening us to stick around? <laughs> stick around to or else. To be all nice and Did happy. you say it with him every time he said it? A hundred percent. I did. A hundred percent. I was like, oh, man. Are we going to have to stop talking about who's the boss for right I now? Just, I just I just did the thing where I flashed you the time. I'm like, oh, oh, man. oh my God. It's, we're t- we got time. Okay. I have a lot more to talk about. I have a ton to talk about. I think we got to calm down. We got to. Okay. We gotta cool our jets. We do. We gotta turn down our we'll, burners. We'll go to season four and five where Tony and Angela <laughs> were just friends and yeah. didn't do anything yeah, yeah, yeah. else. Simmer down, simmer okay. down, simmer okay. down. Okay. And we're gonna come back next week. However, um, let us know uh, on our Facebook page. We have a Facebook page. We have a private Facebook group that you can become a part of, mm-hmm. and you can let us know what you're thinking about. Who's the boss? And email us at tvtangents at gmail.com you can also find us on patreon.com slash tvtangents where you can get all kinds of extra goodies yes and there's more than just episodes there's like there's bingo cards there's history of tv there's all the good stuff so find us there and i'm so excited to come back next I week know. like i can't, I can't so even many, breathe right now so i can't many breathe things to say. so okay. many things to right. say Hey, let's wrap it up though. Okay, yes. Okay, clink. Clink. Oh, and get more wine. Yes. Life is long, but you're on your way. Okay. I cannot hear that. It's life so long, but what do I think it is? <laughs> now I got to listen to it. It's definitely not you're on your way. Uh, okay. No matter how many times I hear it, he doesn't say that. I'm going to introduce this show. Do you mind? I don't mind at all. <laughs> all right. Stop glugging. <laughs> Let me glug first. Just put it on there because we don't, for some reason, our, our blotter is gone. I don't know. I don't know what's been happening in this oh, studio no. since I've been gone.